0: And Welcome to episode number six of the Bouncing Back podcast with me, James Middleton. Thank you so much for being here and for listening and for continuing on listening to all the episodes. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but the last episode that I released, I was so excited about uploading it. And mind you, I was in a little bit of a rush doing it but I forgot to add the bloody jingle at the start. So it uploaded and it usually takes a couple of hours to to go onto all the various platforms. And then I pressed play when it went up on Spotify and and Apple podcasts. And I was like, ah, that was, I've just gone straight in there. No jingle to warm, to warm anyone up. And I do apologize for that. You were probably used to having, you know, a little 10 second boogie initially with that jingle. So that's a lesson that I've learned. First of all, don't ever upload something that's important when you're in a rush, because I was in a rush. And second of all, never underestimate the power of a jingle. I spent long and hard looking for that jingle to make sure that it wasn't anywhere else in the world. So I hope you really appreciated it this time. Now, before I start, I want to share with you a little tip. And it's something that I do when I listen to podcasts, whenever I'm reading books. And some of you may do this already, but if you don't, then I would highly recommend it. So usually when I'm listening to something or when I'm reading something and particularly in the instance of, of my podcast and these episodes because I know there's a lot of information in these which sometimes you feel you may feel a little bit overwhelmed with and you, you're you trying to take some points away but you can't quite remember everything and usually that is the case when you're listening to, to this kinds of thing or you're reading books and there's lots of little nuggets in there that you really like and you know, really have a, an effect on you. So, what I do is I always have a little notepad with me. i actually got a, a diary, a little book, and I write down, I always have a pen on me, and I write down things that I hear that I like, or at least I read, and I think, wow, that's so true. That's really, that can really apply to my life. And I've got this book, and I've collected now loads of little sentences and paragraphs over the years from everything i've read in this book and it's just really good because sometimes if you're looking for little reminders of things or little pick-me-ups or things to kind of boost you and, and and remember then you can always turn to this book rather than thinking oh i remember i read something really valuable but i can't remember what book it was or what podcast it was so if you are listening to this and there is stuff in here that i say that you find interesting or you think is something that you can apply to your life or you find valuable, then I would highly recommend having a little book and a, and a pen and writing things down and just pausing it equally. If you're on your phone, listening to on your phone, get the notes section up, press pause, write down anything that I say in the note section because by doing this, I mean, particularly for me, if I write stuff down and I read it a couple of times again, that's how I remember things and it usually very much sticks in my mind. So that's just a little tip in case, you know, you wanna take away things and you know, who knows, you maybe want to share things you hear with other people at some point down the line, or just reread them yourselves. So that is my tip of the day. Anyway, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about priorities, everything around priorities, how influential they are, how important they are in our lives, important to get right and prioritise the right things, because a lot of what we do in our life is about priorities, and I think it's a really important topic to be conscious of a lot of the time. Under that I'm going to then go on to talk about how our actions and the things we do each day affect our mood and then I'm going to finish the podcast off with talking about how the choices we make on a daily basis shape our life and the importance of that. This is something that again I was just really excited about talking about because as soon as I started thinking about priorities myself and what I was prioritizing in my life, I found that there was a positive correlation between getting my priorities right and my level of productivity, my level of happiness, and just generally being much more content with the things that I was doing. Everything we do in life is about priorities, and our priorities dictate the way our life moves. You might, for example, prioritise a night out drinking with your mates over buying a really healthy food shop for the week. You might prioritise... Another hour of Netflix before going to bed on time and and getting your sleep. You might prioritise sitting on TikTok for half an hour before bed instead of reading for 30 minutes. I'm guilty of this. You might prioritise buying an expensive pair of shoes over signing up to my online coaching for a month. These are all examples right all i think fair examples and i fully understand that sometimes sometimes we need to prioritize fun relaxing socializing treating ourselves etc but i say sometimes for a reason if we let these kinds of things take over our lives then we will never ever get to where we want to be and that is a fact i listened to a joe rogan podcast other day before bed and he said this on this he said you don't truly appreciate relaxation until you've worked hard and that is the yin and the yang of life and i've said this before you know that feeling when you've just worked your absolute ass off for weeks and weeks and months and months and then you go away on holiday or you take a couple of days off to relax for a few days and it feels so so good relaxing doesn't feel as good unless you've worked hard for it and it's why i hardly ever relax because I only do it until I feel like I guess I deserve that relaxation and sometimes that's a problem for me because a lot of the time I don't think I've deserved the opportunity to relax but I'm getting better at it. It's something that I'm working on. Now if you are serious about achieving the things that you want to achieve in your life, your actions will reflect your priorities your actions will reflect your priorities. Now I have a friend who's really trying to get in shape this year and he said to me that he'd go to the gym four or five times a week, lift weights, really look after his diet, not drink too much on the weekend and the weekend just gone I asked him how his training was going just because I'm interested and and how his week was and his response to me was oh it's been one of those weeks I've just been so busy with work and I've taken on this new course that I'm studying for, so I didn't have time. My first thought was this, you're not serious about this, and you're not prioritising it. In fact, your priorities are wrong, given the thing that you want to do. Now, as we know, excuses are valid. His excuses are valid. Maybe he was really busy. I'm sure this course he's studying for was taking up a lot of time, but guess what? They don't serve you. So that is exactly what I said to him. I said, you need to get rid of these excuses in your life if you're serious about getting in shape. And I mean, quite frankly, whatever you do, it's your decision, it's your life, it's not mine. But my friend, for example, will never achieve this goal of wanting to get in shape, lose weight, get fitter, get stronger with the attitude that he currently has. You can't get the things you want to get done in life only when it suits you, only on your time schedule. You can't work out on the days only when you feel like working out. And you think every time I work out, I I really want to be there. Absolutely not. But I get on with it. No matter what's going on in my life, no matter how much I've got on my plate, I will set aside an hour every day. Well, I train five days a week, uh, maybe six actually. But I will set aside an hour no matter what is happening and prioritise my training. Even if I've got the busiest day in the world, I will make sure that I go and train because it's a discipline thing. It's more about the principle. It's not so much about missing a workout and missing on the gains and all that kind of rubbish. It's the fact that it keeps me disciplined and it's a priority of mine. And as soon as I let that priority slide once, the temptation to do again and again and again becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And guess what? Having that discipline and being disciplined creates that freedom for you. In the future and that's what I think about with it if I'm disciplined now I will live such a carefree life when I'm older and I'm prepared to make those sacrifices now to achieve that and most people aren't being healthy being fit working out it might not be your priority and that's cool but in my opinion I think it should be a priority for everyone at least at some point in your day it doesn't have to be an hour it can be 20 minutes it can be 30 minutes but when people say to me they don't have time to do 20 minutes of exercise, I really find it hard to believe them. And I know there are people out there who work on like shift work and are working, you know, 16 hour days, whatever it may be, and they've got kids and they have to feed them and all this stuff. But that comes down to, I think, time management. And if you really want to do something, you will find time to do it. And it doesn't have to be every single day, but I just think you should be able to find 20 minutes in your day to do something like that. I gave an example this week about, you know, your health is your wealth. No matter how much money you have, you could be a billionaire, you could have all the money in the world, the cars, the houses, a nice family, super yachts, holiday homes. You could be in the most beautiful setting, looking at the most stunning scenery with the sun setting, cocktail in your hand, but if every time you swallow you have this really sore pain in your throat that's going to disturb your happiness and you're not going to be able to stop thinking about that and wishing you didn't have that that is why health is everything and if you have health you have hope and if you have hope then you have everything and that is a quote that I read that I think is very very true so prioritise your health if you're wanting to get into shape and you are wanting to get fit prioritize it make it make sure that it's at the top of the list because what matters in life is who you are willing to become and what the price is that you're willing to pay to get there now if you whittle that down and we talk about my friend he wants to get fit and he wants to get in shape what's the price he's willing to pay well at the moment not much because he's not doing it maybe he should sacrifice an hour of studying in fact, that's an important thing. Maybe he's probably doing something else where he's procrastinating or wasting time. There is always time to do something if you want to do it. And and I'm a big believer in that. And a lot of people don't want to make sacrifices. Sometimes you can't do everything you want to do. You can't go out and socialize and have a massive night out and then be really productive the next day and then do all your work and, and, and do all these things at once. Sometimes you do have to cut something out to, to, to make room for something else. Most people want to live feeling comfortable. In fact, people wrongly assume that we make our decisions based on pleasure and comfort. But this isn't the case. Our decisions are innately driven by our desire to avoid discomfort. And maybe my friend knows that if he starts training or by going to the gym, it's an uncomfortable thing. It's not something he's used to. And he doesn't like that idea of stepping outside of his comfort zone or being disciplined to go and do that it's not something that's appealing to him so he's trying to avoid that it's way more comfortable sitting on the sofa watching tv or even just continuing sitting at your desk answering emails doing work then getting up to train it's way more comfortable lying in bed watching another netflix episode than going to sleep early and waking up early to get stuff done it's way more comfortable going out and buying a nice new handbag than spending that money and committing to getting a personal trainer now, like I said, there's a time and a place to be comfortable, but you cannot live there because it will destroy you. Nothing ever happens living comfortably. No growth, no progress, no nothing. You stay exactly where you are. You have to find a way of getting comfortable being uncomfortable, and I've spoken in depth about that in my previous episode. But the thing is, is so few people do it. And it's why over 90%, I read a stat that over 90%, it may even be like 92% of people, never achieve their goals. Because everyone wants to get better. Everyone wants to be fit, be healthy, get in shape, but few accept the pain, the sacrifice to do that. Everyone wants to be happier, but few ever change. It's human nature to want to feel comfortable, but I don't think you should try and be comfortable. In fact, I think you should learn as much as you can that sometimes being out of your comfort zone is where you should really be and what you should really be trying to aim for and putting yourselves on purpose in that position because most people don't want to to do this and that's why most people don't achieve the things that they they tell all their friends themselves that, that they want to do but do you want to be most people? I certainly don't and here's another thing You can read all the self-help books in the world, listen to all the best motivational podcasts, listen to me talking about all of this, but it's all useless if you don't go within and actually make the changes. As well as learning about new things, learning how to become a better version of yourself, you also have to unlearn perhaps some of the innate qualities that you have within you. And a lot of people have qualities they don't even realise which are to the detriment of who they are today or at least where they're trying to go. For example, and I'm a big believer in this and I do believe this, that things that happen to you as a kid can massively affect you later on in your life and leave marks on you that never go away unless you are conscious of them and trying to work on them. So as an example, imagine you're a young kid okay, and you're in the park you've gone there with your family, with your with your brother and your sister and your parents are there and you're all playing together, one happy family and you meet a couple of other kids who you end up becoming friends with and you go off with them and play with them and you completely lose track of time and then suddenly you see the park emptying out and people are starting to go home and you're looking around, you're looking around and you can't see your parents anywhere, you can't see your siblings anywhere and then suddenly everyone has left the park and you're there by yourself as this young kid and you feel abandoned and you're there for an hour two hours you're you're crying you're distressed you don't know what to do and then you see your family coming back and your parents come towards you and they say oh darling i'm so sorry we forgot about you something as simple as that an event like that is enough to leave A huge impact on that kid growing up and that kid may grow up now having to prove to everyone around him to the world around him and maybe to himself that he's valued and inherently as a result he may be quite insecure and there are things like this that happen to people when they're younger that are reasons why they behave a certain way today but you have to unlearn this behavior unlearning is just as important as learning and I'm not saying forget about things that have happened to you like this that may have an impact, but you have to recognise that you need to get yourself out of that mindset and, like I said, use that word, unlearn that feeling that, that you are worthless and actually learn to, to realise that you are worthy and you are someone of value. And that comes through self-awareness. Self-awareness is fundamental for any kind of improvement or change self-awareness of who you are, what your traits are, etc. And what's amazing and something that I discovered last year is therapy. Why therapy can be such a good tool to reflect on yourself and open up areas of your mind and your past and your personality traits and who you are that perhaps you never really noticed before or were lying in your subconscious. I've gone slightly off track here, but Drawing it back to priorities, make it a priority to increase that self-awareness, because that is the only way you are going to fix yourself, improve yourself, become a better human being. I made that a priority of mine last year when I decided to go and have therapy. And it's funny because a lot of people don't actually like admitting that they've had therapy. But to me, it's something that I would recommend to everyone. Because you think you're fine, you think you don't need it. I thought after my brother passed away, that I wanted to do it by myself. I wanted to go through the grief myself because I was a strong man and I didn't need any help. And I had all the answers and I was reading all the right books and listening to all the right things. I didn't need therapy. That was a sign of weakness. That was basically me holding my hand up saying, I need help. But my God, yes, hold your hand up and say, I need help. You don't have to be a a a heroin addicted you know freak whose life is burning down the drain at a rate of knots to have therapy you don't have to be a recovering alcoholic to have therapy you don't have to have all these major issues to go and see someone to talk about it you could just want to go to just see what happens and have no expectations if you are going to have therapy have no expectations because some sessions you'll come out and you'll think wow that was incredible that was really valuable and useful to me. And other sessions, you might think, well, I didn't really get much from that session, but that's the way therapy works. Sometimes the sessions are amazing and sometimes you're just glossing over things that maybe you already know. But I would highly recommend doing that. And I only had about 10 sessions or so, but it really, really helped. And it just got me thinking about areas of my life that I'd never really thought about before. And like I said, it's all about that self-improvement, right? We're we're here and we feel alive and we feel happiest when we feel like we're making progress and we feel like we're growing and and we're getting somewhere and i think talking to someone else not someone you know your friend your parents your family your girlfriend boyfriend whatever talking to a complete stranger about things like this is is a really therapeutic no pun intended therapeutic thing to do so i'd i'd highly encourage it this brings me on to my my second point in this episode of how our actions have a massive implication on our mood. What we do on a daily basis, the decisions we make, our actions, the day-to-day tasks massively affect how we feel. How we spend our days is how we spend our lives. And I wanna use the example of working in a job that you hate. A very large and significant part of our life is spent at work or in a working job. Eight hours a day, five days a week, maybe more days or hours depending on the job, but you get my drift. That is a lot of time. You're telling me you're prepared to sit there for the duration of that time, 40 freaking years of your life, unhappy with what you're doing. Working a job is fundamentally to provide money, to make a living, okay? Obviously, there's a number of different things that factor into it, but fundamentally, it's it's to make money so that you can live and survive, I think you should also see it as an environment where you are spending most of your life if you are unhappy in your job you dread going to work every day when you wake up something needs to change immediately if you live for the weekends something needs to change don't get me wrong it's all well and good getting excited about the weekend because yes that's our chill time when we can socialize and see friends but if you are living for it you need to have a big big conversation with yourself and a reality check because spending your entire life living for two days of the week is completely insane or spending your entire life hating something that you are doing for the majority of your life to me I can't get my head around it and yet so many people do it they spend 40 years of their life doing it what about the other five days what about Monday to Friday the days you spend most of your life in why not fix that change that Make that something that you live for or at the very least enjoy. And sometimes that takes time to find. And I'll get a lot of people saying to me, but James, not everyone can do the job that they love or what they're good at. You know, some of us just have to do this and have to do that. No, that's not true. You can do whatever job that you want to do. You have to apply yourself and you have to find it. Okay? I'm not saying you're going to be the owner of a successful business and jump right up to the top. Sometimes you might have to work your way and you might bounce across from one job to another job. But I truly believe that there is always something out there for you to do that you're good at or partially good at. And if you can enjoy it at the same time, then you're winning. Another point worth thinking about is this. Society says that we should work our asses off for 40 years and save for a pension. To then what? To then what? Start living life at 60 years old when we retire? What the hell is the point in that? I do not understand, again, the logic of that. And I was caught up in that rat race when I was working for a company and putting money aside to my pension. I'm all for putting money aside to your pension. But the idea of wasting away 40 years of your life to then live it when you're old and and you potentially can't do as much and most of your life has gone already you know when you're 60 years old you're not going to go jumping out of a plane or bungee jumping travel the world or climb up waterfalls and jump off them are you it sounds a bit like that last bit sounds a bit like my gap year to be fair (laughs) but you know what i mean you can't have the mindset that that's when you're going to live your life and also by the time you're 60 and you're starting to do things that you actually want to do that pension is going to go a lot faster than you think And you get my point, why is there this notion that we should slave away at a computer sitting down at a desk five days a week for 40 years to then live for that last little percentage of our life? We need to be living now when we're able to whilst we're still in full health and can make the most of the opportunities we have. Again, it's another societal norm that I completely disagree with, but so many people are warped and sucked in into that way of living and it's like right so at 60 you're going to have all this money saved up not that much in the grand scheme of things like I said let's be honest so off you go and have fun don't spend it all at once because it's got to last you until you're 80 it's absurd when you think about it isn't it It's, it's absurd I'm certainly for working as hard as you can throughout your life don't get me wrong but live your life whilst also doing that yes prioritize hard work but also prioritize actually living your life because too many people prioritize work and only work investing for the future but then when they get there they realize that they've not really lived what has been before them and then it's too late then you've got kids flying around and popping out everywhere and pooping and being a nightmare and then the vibe's gone and then it's too late and you know your freedom's taken away from you i'm basically talking about having a family i know it's an amazing thing but i'm just saying this point for dramatic effect so make the most of living now and i've been guilty of it before when i've been working too much and i've said no to socializing and i've said no to experiences because i've been so focused on growing my business now There comes a point sometimes where you have to do that in order to to, to make a business or to make good progress or to get somewhere with your job. Sometimes you have to make those sacrifices. And yes, sometimes you do have to prioritise your work, but not all the time. And I really believe, and I've come to believe more and more as I've been working for myself and and busy with lots of things, that there is always time to live your life. Don't let your work work. Be your entire living and in your entire life, because you will look back and you'll think, "Gosh, what was I doing? All I was doing is working to live a good life now, but I'd rather have just lived a much better life then and been really happy then, and look back and been happy with what I was doing than have all this money and time now to to do stuff that I can't really do anymore." Another point worth mentioning is that rather than waiting until we're happy to enjoy the small things. We should go and do the small things that make us happy. And that's, again, a big thing that I started saying to myself, as that can have an impact on how we act. And the way we act reinforces how we feel. The opposite also applies. How we feel can determine how we act. So it's a little bit of a, a mind fuck there, if you like. Uh, I just swore and my mum actually had a word with me before this podcast and said james i really like your podcast They're really good messaging and, and you're very fluid and but do you need to swear you know do you need to swear can't you just keep this the one place you don't swear so i made a pact her and i said i wouldn't and, and i've said one swear word and that will be the last one in this episode so i apologize mum but like i was saying and i'm going to go back through that again because it is a little bit of a, a mind warp, but doing the small things makes us happy and that can have an impact on how we act and how we act reinforces how we feel you can flip that on its head as well how we feel also determines how we act but one thing that really sticks is how we act changes how we feel and this is the sort of next part of this episode that i want to talk about how we act changes how we feel doing the hard things this is why doing the hard things that are going to leave you feeling accomplished satisfied And somewhat proud of yourself are so important because by doing hard things you are gonna bring a lot more happiness to yourself than by doing things that you feel comfortable doing now is the perfect opportunity to learn something new that's difficult to learn take up something new in your life okay that is going to challenge you and that's going to be difficult Not because you have to or because someone is making you do it, like a teacher or an employer, but because you choose to. And I'm a big believer that, as humans, we take a lot of satisfaction from learning new things and working hard to learn something new and then coming out of the other end with a new skill. I think it's highly rewarding and I think it's highly important in keeping us driven and motivated and interested and engaged. By learning a new skill, not only do we keep it forever, but the act of taking control and putting in the effort will change your mood. It will make you happy. Even if it's something as simple as reading a book, you never know. It might just be a couple of lines or a couple of sentences in a book that completely changes your perspective in life. And that's happened to me multiple times. And those lines that I've read and been like, wow, that is so powerful that I've then written down in my book And then read time and time again so they're in the back of my mind always in my subconscious with things that i'm doing have massively changed a lot of things in my life and that's all it takes learning something from reading a book And i don't think that people these days enough read that didn't make sense i'm going to say that sentence again i don't think people read enough these days there we go james got that one out but it's true i don't i I look around on the tube and when i'm on the tube I like to be productive when I'm travelling, I don't just like to sit there and stare into space, you know, listening to music, although there is a time and a place for that. But a lot of the time I use opportunities to travel, to learn, to listen to something, to read. So I'm sitting on the tube and I'm reading a book and I'm the only one in my entire carriage with a book. Granted, other people with headphones on might be listening to some interesting podcasts or things, whatever. And again, it doesn't just always have to be learn, 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 it can just be something fictional or just something to take your mind off it, you know, enhance your imagination but it's it's crazy and i'm you know for me reading a book is like borrowing someone else's mind for that moment why would you not want to do that these people who have written these books have written them for a reason because they've got interesting things to say if you can borrow someone else's mind for 10-15 minutes of a day it's gonna enhance your thinking it's gonna get you thinking outside the box it's gonna interest you intrigue you excite you you then have things to talk about with your friends rather than just oh can't wait for love island to come out again or like oh did you see her in her new bikini <laughs> that kind of brain-numbing rubbish I was about to swear then didn't rubbish and and that's why i i love reading books and i love learning because it excites me and it gives me i feel like i've got more purpose because it takes me down these avenues and opens up new doors and like i said you never know what you might learn you met, you never know what you might hear from something that might just be the trigger to change something in your life we might not be able to do anything about external events things that go on around us but we have complete control over our own actions And sometimes it's hard to stare directly into the eyes of an opportunity like this for us to learn something new because we've never done it before it comes with responsibility and it does come with taking responsibility but i say take that responsibility learn something new as humans that's what we can thrive off as it's a chance to to strive to progress which we know is where we can derive a lot of happiness from recently i've just started taking up boxing again I did it for a little bit last year, fell off the wagon, went away, couldn't train and that was that. I woke up one morning and I had this kind of inspiration, it doesn't usually happen, usually when I wake up I'm not going to lie, I'm like Jesus Christ I'm tired, get me in the shower, okay meditate, right let's go. But I woke up just one morning, you know you have those off mornings you wake up and you're like right I'm going to take on the world today and I was like you know what I'm going to do I need to do something that's going to challenge me from a fitness perspective don't get me wrong I love the gym I love lifting weights up and down repeatedly every single day but there comes a time and I'm also making progress so I'm happy with that but I just there was something inside me because of my rugby background all the training I've ever done in my life has been for a purpose it's to get stronger fitter faster on the field to win games to perform better Weights is great, but I was thinking I need, I need to just use this and do something that's more stimulating for my mind. I get bored quite easily and I constantly need stimulation. And I was about to say that's probably why I'm single because I've been with a lot of people and ex-girlfriends and stuff who haven't quite been stimulating enough for me. And I'm a very active person. I just, you know, I need that fuel, but that was side topic. <laughs> we'll come onto that another time. So I started taking out boxing right and I made a commitment myself that morning I woke up and I was like right I'm going to do boxing I'm going to do it properly I'm going to pay a coach for lessons and maybe maybe at some point later on this year I'm going to get in the ring and fight now I haven't told my mum this yet so mum if you're listening I do apologize you do wear headgears and stuff so I'm not going to get knocked out and smash my face up But that is a risk you take. But I want to do something that excites me. And that's why I've decided to take boxing seriously now and make it a part of my training in my life and have something to, to aim towards. But how you spend your day is how you spend your life. And how you act changes how you feel. Spend your days well. Take action that makes you feel good. If you're at home alone, go upstairs, draw the blinds, put some mood lighting on light some candles get naked and make yourself feel good by reading that book you dirty bugger you thought oh no read that book take up that new skill learn a new language do something that is going to push yourself expand yourself don't for a second think that it's the easy things the things that bring us comfort that are the things that make us feel good. Yes, relaxing, being comfortable does bring that feeling. When you do relax and you deserve that relaxation, of course you feel good. But it's nowhere near as good and long lasting as doing things that are gonna challenge you. As humans, we don't like discomfort. We like feeling comfortable and that's the problem. We need to move away from this mindset because nothing ever happens there, nothing changing your mindset to do things and taking action that is going to challenge you to make you feel good and very few people do this very very few you might be listening to this podcast and nodding in agreement and thinking yeah he's right i'm going to start doing things and taking action that challenge me and i'm going to learn up a new skill and la la and then as soon as it's over you go back to your old ways you wake up the next day and all is forgotten it was just a bunch of words that sounded good that you felt pumped up for and motivated for but have just slid into the back of your mind and you're going on to do exactly what you were doing yesterday don't be that person start taking accountability for yourself prioritizing growth for yourself make a plan of action write things down that you want to do to learn to get better at and map out what actions you are going to take or what are necessary to take each day to do those things. It doesn't have to be massive. It doesn't have to be everything at once. Don't try and fill your plate up with too much too soon. Start with a few things, a few simple achievable things, but ones that are gonna push you and test you and start getting to work on them today, tomorrow, as soon as you can. It can be absolutely everything. Like I said, for me last week, it was to start boxing training, to get outside my comfort zone with that and learn a new skill and become the best that I can be at it and chip away at it every single day. I called up my boxing coach and I told him I'm in for this for the long haul. That was the first step. The next step was booking in a session with him. Then it was turning up, training hard, 100% focused. Then it was a few things for me to work on in my own time, like improving my skipping, skipping watching some fights on YouTube so I can see how other boxers with a similar kind of style to me move and work. Little tasks I set out for myself to get the ball rolling, one by one, in in this order. Tick, tick, tick. Kept writing them down, still do. But each one was to challenge me slightly and in return making me feel good. Prioritising these things when I needed to around everything else that I've got going on. I've learned this Two, when you're doing things like this, don't try and juggle too much because whenever you feel that you are juggling, you're really actually setting yourself up for guilt, frustration, and that feeling of failure. Make the commitment today to give the role that you are engaged in, whatever that may be. your in complete attention for its duration. I sometimes see people listening to a podcast whilst also texting their mate or scrolling through social media, it's stupid. Our brains aren't wired to multitask, our brains are wired to focus on one task at a time, that is how we perform things best. You think you're being productive by trying to do loads of things at once, answering emails whilst also being on the phone and da la la, but you're actually being more unproductive by doing this. Either listen to the podcast or pause it, text your mate back and then return. And when it's time to swap roles, So, for example, when the podcast is over or you're pausing that podcast and you need to swap on to doing another task, make the swap fully. Don't leave half of yourself behind. Remember, the thrill of watching a juggler in action is waiting to see if he or she will drop the ball. Sometimes I'm terrible at this. I think we all suffer from it, trying to multitask. One task at a time is best, okay? Yeah, I know, you know, ladies. Uh, very good at multitasking and you're pros at it, but I'm talking about things that actually require our undivided attention. Don't be a juggler, be a sniper. Yeah, be a sniper, so focused on your target, nothing can distract you. And when that target is gone, focus on the next target and the next one and hit your target one by one. I want to end this episode by talking about how powerful the choices are that we make today. And how all the little things that we do today shape our lives. If you want to predict someone's future just ask them how they spend their time and you'll get a very good idea of where they're heading. Your life right now is a consequence of how you used your time over the last few years and your life in a few years will be a consequence of how you use your time now. It's a pretty hard-hitting reality that but it's one that should certainly give you some fire in your belly to kick things into gear if you're either not happy with where you are now or you want to turn things around for the years to come for your future it didn't seem that long ago that i was there i was in the caribbean january the 1st writing in my journal for the first time on the first day of this year the time has flown by yet weirdly it also seems that it's been quite a long four to five months i can't quite get my head around it it's like some kind of time warp I'm sitting here now reflecting on quite a lot, things I've achieved, things I'm working on, things I want to achieve whilst talking to you. Things I've done daily and the effects they've had on where I am now, I've noticed since I started doing these things, are really starting to pay off. I'm happy with the efforts and habits that I've started, I've been able to maintain and continue over these last five months and I'm happy with my trajectory at the moment and it's incredible when you see things start to pay off and leading you towards that trajectory and I, I'm not, I don't do anything particularly different to a lot of people nor do a lot of other people who are doing well or, or successful or running businesses or, or whatever you call it everyone is just doing the little things again and again and again and again being consistent with it. There's no, there's no magic spell or potion or answer where these people are. Where they're, they're, no one is incredibly special and different. They just get the basics right, and it's like that ice cube that doesn't melt from 25 degrees to 31 degrees. Yet at 32 degrees, it does. You never know when that 32 degrees will hit, and that's why you don't ever give up with what you're doing because it could be right around the corner. Now the one factor that will have the greatest influence over where you will be in another three months, six months, one year, three years it's not fate, it's not luck, it's not someone else or some external force it's what you do right now. What you're choosing to do right now is compounding in an invisible way to take you to where you will be one year from now. This invisible compounding effect and a compound effect is something little that adds up over a long time that has a big a big result, a, a big difference. Okay, And a lot of the time, the things that we do daily, they are invisible because we don't see that initial progress straight away. We don't see the effects of a lot of the things that we do daily. And that's why so many people give up on their goals and stop and quit because they're not getting that reward that they thought they would have done. Even after six months or a year people are working away and they're like why has nothing happened yet because that ice cube it's not at 32 degrees yet it could just be around the corner keep on going and that is honestly why this invisible thing and and it's something that humans that they don't like they like seeing results immediately i get it with all my clients it's been a month two months james why am i why am i not seeing results why am i not seeing results I say to them, just keep chipping away, keep chipping away. It's invisible progress that you are making. You may not be able to see it, but it is contributing to something that is going to be much greater. And so many people overlook this. And when you have this mindset, when you realize that you don't need to be rewarded every single day, and you don't need to necessarily see the results to keep going, and it goes back to the episode where i was talking about you know judge things on your effort be proud of your effort don't base things on the results the effort alone should be enough and that will take you far if you want to change where you are in a year change what you're doing right now it's not the big decisions it's the small daily actions that you take and again so many people overlook this it's also the bad habits too the one-offs in your mind they build up over time as well the invisible compound effect of the bad decisions you make also build up and can sometimes damage you And I like to use the example of smoking a cigarette. When someone says, oh, just one more cigarette, or you say to yourself in your mind, just one more cigarette, in one's mind, it's nothing. But every time those words are uttered and that cigarette is smoked, it's building and building and building and destroying your body puff by puff without you even realising. The damage may be invisible right now, but it will at some point, like the ice cube melting, be the death of you, literally. And it works both ways. It works for good habits and it works for bad habits. It's also about the people you choose to associate with. The things you read, the things you watch, the money you choose to save, and what you choose to spend it on. The physical and mental health choices you make and how you spend your time daily. All these little decisions you make, all these little things that you're prioritizing are dictating the way your life moves, are shaping your life, and you might not even realize it. And do you, want to, do you really wanna be there? Where you are right now, whatever it is you're doing, listening to this in the same position in a year's time doing the exact same thing with the exact same thoughts thinking, oh, you know what, there's always next year if yes, cool, you should probably stop listening to my podcast then and I'm being serious, but if the answer is no what are you going to do about it, what are you going to do about it now what changes are you going to make in your life now, what are you going to do about it tomorrow it's what you do that determines where you go So you have to act accordingly. Stop coming up with the nonsense excuses you keep telling yourself as to why you're not acting. The choices you make every day are what shape your life for the future. Just remember that. And that is the end of this podcast. So just to round everything up, because I like to give you little takeaways for you to think about. And who knows, maybe you took my advice and you wrote some things down. But The three main points of this were that everything we do in life is about priorities. So, prioritise the things that are going to serve you. And not necessarily serve you right away, but are going to serve you in the future. You need to think beyond just the now, the present. You need to think about the future and how you want your life to be then. Yes, sometimes you have to prioritise the fun, the enjoyment, the relaxation, relaxation, sorry. You know, that's very important. That balance is important. But if you want to get stuff done, make it a priority because it's the only way that it will work. Secondly, the actions that you take daily affect your mood. So if you are doing things that are constantly leaving you unsatisfied, dissatisfied, it's going to put you in a bad mood. And that's when I say try and do things that are challenging you, that are putting you outside your comfort zone, the hard things, because those things are actually going to make you happier and bring a lot of meaning and positivity to your life and the third thing the choices that we make we all make every single day shape our life even the small ones even the bad ones you may not even think it that invisible compound effect but realize that over time they are adding up they are adding up they are adding up so make sure that they are adding up in the most positive way as possible thank you so much for listening and as always please 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 if you enjoyed that episode. Go on to the App Store, type in Bouncing Back with James Middleton. You might even be listening on the App Store already. And please give me a five-star rating and leave a nice review because I am checking the reviews, okay? I am checking the reviews. And there's been a couple, but not enough good ones. And again, if you didn't enjoy it, then just keep quiet and everyone will be happy. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you at the next episode. Goodbye and take care of yourselves.